is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and I'm going to throw a wrench in here. And <laughs> to my left is not my normal co-host. I have a guest co-host, my yeah, best friend, do. Katie Stoll. Hi, guys. It's me, Katie Stoll. <laughs> hey, Katie. Well, <laughs> welcome back to I Burn Everything. You're our only Thanks second so time um, person. It feels great. It feels great to be back here in, in Dave's seat. I know. You know? Just You're the first warm person. You, Dave. Yeah. I'm the first person. We'll have to keep reminding him that he's not being replaced. He's just... No. He just really failed to show up today. Yeah. He just really <laughs> failed to show up today and we're not holding it against him. No. Um, but how I'm cool would it have not. been if he showed up? And we were all all here? Yeah. It would be great. That would be It would fun. be just like that time I was on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> Except for we have an extra guest. Um, okay, Katie. So up top, why don't we do a relationship update? Yes. Give me one. Relationship update. What's been happening? What's been happening? Uh, got approached by a stranger in a coffee shop with a very romantic love letter. Um, yeah, it was what is adorable. This? Uh, yeah, but would you say it's a meat cute? It was a real meat cute. However, the meat cute turned into a date. No, oh. turned into the end of the meat cute. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it usually I gave does. It a shot. I gave it a shot. I, okay. I felt whimsical. I followed the, the, yeah. the universe's signs, and it was wrong. <laughs> but I'll keep that letter forever and as a treasured memory of, yeah. of, also, of hope. Yeah, also it makes you feel wanted. I think that's like sometimes, wanted. it doesn't matter if it works I out. I mean, have you ever had just spontaneous correspondence arrive in person? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> have you? Actually, last night at Lassen's. Okay. Somebody gave you a note at Lassen's? Not a note. I, verbal. Ready? Okay, yeah. A 60-year-old man who looked like maybe a Cohen brother <laughs> walked straight up to me uh-huh. and goes, I hate to do this, but I just want to tell you, you look beautiful. Oh. And I said, oh, wow, thank you. And he goes, can I have coffee with you sometime? <laughs> and I was like, dumb. I was like, like work? coffee like I literally was like this guy can't possibly be asking me on a date so is you this are- your relationship update <laughs> <laughs> yeah no well maybe but I then took his email because I felt guilty yeah. so I took his email that's a safe way to do it yeah um I guess my relationship update would be I am no longer in a relationship oh I exited that t- two weeks ago ish I'm acting surprised, but not very convincing. I mean you know what's up <laughs> <laughs> um so my update is I'm no longer in a relationship. How do you feel about that? Uh, that's a good answer, I think. I think that's an all-encompassing answer. <laughs> I'll just keep doing that. Um, I feel like it was the right choice. Yeah. Um, with being as vague as I can possibly be. Um, I feel like it was the right choice for me. And I think it's maybe another good sign that I am learning how to stand up for what I need and want and um, not accepting anything less. Snaps for that. Snaps, 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 snaps. Is this a thing that you do on the podcast? Nope, we do now. now you do. (laughs) Okay, give me a food update. Um, Food update. Uh, I've eaten today several times. That's Um, plenty. That's plenty. I'm fine with food. Well, I've been been just snacking a lot. I haven't Hmm. been like eating meals very well, but that's what I've been needing. Okay, great. My food update. Yeah. What's your food update? Well... I kind of thought, I think I got pancreatitis, said my doctor. We don't know what it was, 100%. So I kind of stopped eating meat and fried foods. Yeah. I feel much better and I wake up revved. Revved? So I'm like accidentally kind of vegan-ish again and, um, <laughs> and I'm feeling good. Accidentally kind of vegan again and feeling good. Yeah. That's like a, 
Nah, it's, it's not like, really a good bumper sticker. No, it'd be a terrible bumper sticker. <laughs> um, all right. It's time to introduce our guest. Oh, this is the fun part. Okay. We are going to get her food and relationship updates. But uh, this is Megan Rosati. She is a writer and an actor. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yeah? Yeah. I thought you would be a really nice fit because of your web series. Uh-huh. 52 Ways to Break Up? Yes. Ooh. I mean, could you be a better fit? <laughs> <laughs> this seems I mean, like right up this alley. <laughs> it, yeah. It, like, uh, it, just missing the food part, I think. And, yeah, but I bet we can get in it. We could get it in there. Yeah. yeah Maybe yeah, you yeah. have a um, spinoff, 52 Ways to, to Eat Dinner. Uh, go to brunch. I feel like yeah. brunch has more options God, than brunch. dinner. <laughs> 52, 52 Ways to, to Make Your Brunch. Yeah. 52 Ways to Get Someone to Take a Picture of You at Brunch. Yeah, that's it. 52 Instagrams at brunch. 52 Instagram-worthy brunch spots here in L.A. Yeah. That's a listicle. Different, different genre. Yeah, we just got a weird BuzzFeed article. You're and welcome, not, BuzzFeed. Yeah, yeah. None of us want to be a part of it. probably already no. exists, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to talk to you a little bit about... You, we were saying before, low standards. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about it. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Well, I was thinking, you know, about this podcast and I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, I've done a lot of time thinking about burning relationships. Yeah. I was like, so how does food fit? Like, how can I fit food into it? And I remembered when I first moved to LA, like 10 years ago, I, my diet was a nightmare. My diet was a nightmare. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. So basically my uh, meal consisted of walking to the liquor store every day and then buying beef jerky and a $2 bottle of red wine. Mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm. and I like lived on that for like two weeks. No. Mm-hmm, Your mm-hmm. tummy must have hurt real bad. Yeah. I had a headache. All the time? Yeah. I mean, there's like like, a lot of salt. The sun is crazy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of tannins. (laughs) Too much tannins. It was just enough. Like, I would eat the beef jerky when I woke up hungover, and then I'd like get tired and like need some wine to not feel sad. Oh, dear. So it was a cycle. Um, But yeah, and as I uh, progressed in my 20s, I, I, I like. I've had this resistance to cooking. Mm -hmm. Like, I've had a resistance to cooking because. Uh, I, I, did, I never wanted to be like, you know, like a wifey or like a girlfriend or mm-hmm. like domestic or like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a girl who cooks. Like, I don't, that's just like a normal healthy person. But like, that's how I thought of it. So for I still kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. So for a while, but so for a while, my my go to dinner meal was uh, frozen vegetables, mm-hmm. like a mixed bag of frozen vegetables. Oh. In variety. a in a saucepan uh, with soy sauce, and then I would like cook it until it was crunchy, which is I don't even know that those get cun- crunchy. Yeah, if you put enough soy sauce, anything gets crunchy. <laughs> and then either the salt, yeah. yes, and then either one like fried egg or a veggie patty, like one sad Oof. veggie patty. I've in, been there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I was th- yeah. So I and I was like, okay, well I have vegetables and I have a protein, and it, so I was. Very thin, but like super angry all the time, like yeah. always angry. Hungry. And I was broke too, so I was like, "Oh well, this is great. Like I get everything I need, <laughs> right?" Yeah, a lot of question marks. Yeah, so that that's what I thought was like an okay way to live, and I well, did it for so I, you long. You know, I just want yeah. you to know that I think that that is a good effort. <laughs> I do being, too. For you know, I I. I yeah, that's pretty good. It's yeah, better than that the is, jerky. I would. Venture, it, yeah, it was a step yeah, up. I would venture to say. That we all have done that. Like, I'm not kidding. Recently, Mine maybe. was, yeah. <laughs> Mine was maybe worse. Like, I would do, like, 
craft mac and cheese because it was 99 cents but right. i like also wouldn't have all the ingredients to make it <laughs> and like don't you just put like water and powder Is that's no, the instant one. milk and butter oh yeah see that was i couldn't even keep milk and butter no in my refrigerator <laughs> yeah yeah water's Yummy. a great substitute for milk always oh, in my opinion oh. frozen, <laughs> frozen vegetables are it's sad. the saddest well so, the, so that's i was like thinking about it i was like yeah. you know like i could have so then later on, when I got higher standards, I was like, okay, well, now I'll like chop up vegetables hey. and roast them. Mm. So it's not these like sad little frozen carrot yes. strips that <laughs> yeah. don't fully thaw, like halves of broccoli stems. And, you know, I'll chop up, I'll chop stuff up and I'll like put like a chicken breast and it really doesn't take much more time, Mm -hmm. but it feels like a better thing for you and it's more nourishing and it's just, you're like so much more grounded and connected and it's just like better. It's also interesting, right? Because it's like you're technically, you're using the same ingredients. Right. Technically, it's the exact same thing. Exactly. You're just doing it in a way that feels better Mm -hmm. and like actually, um, at, you feel more adult doing it, you know? Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm an adult person. Well, it requires a little bit of like thinking and also... And mindfulness. And mindfulness, but it was also the mindset I was in at the time was like, I didn't deserve better yeah. than oh, here we go. frozen vegetables <laughs> in, a, in like the Here's one... The good stuff. In the one pan that I... Like, I, I was like, I don't... Fine. Yeah. This is fine. Like, you're like sad you little like yourself. caramelized yeah. peas, right? Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. a real thing. Mm-hmm. Especially with food when you're yes. young and yes. you're new to LA and you're new to a city, you don't feel like you deserve nice food. Mm-hmm. I used to mm-hmm. eat at, um, my sister worked at a sushi place. And I would every night go there and eat free rice <laughs> with soy sauce or eel sauce and a Diet Coke and edamame because it was the only thing they would give me for free. <laughs> this is, this is a, tr- a true story. So like... Uh, kind of around my dark time, I was working as a hostess. Is this at the a, same time as the peas in the pan? This is this is like this is like down down the hill from the peas okay, in the pan. Okay. This is this is Oof. a dark time. Yeah, I was working full time as a hostess at a restaurant slash uh, club in mm-hmm. Glendale that was called Minx. Ooh. So, the chicken, so to get Spicy. there, yeah, Minx, <laughs> right? Mm. They had, it was like, it had bottle service on the weekends. It had this like really nice. gnarly clientele and I had to run across the highway to like, I had to park <laughs> my car. I literally had to park my car across the highway. They wouldn't let us park in the parking lot. No, because it's too safe. Because it's, yeah, exactly. It's like too, too nice. So I would yeah. run across the highway every, you know, for 35 hours a week and I couldn't, like I wasn't, uh, I, I I couldn't afford to like eat real food or I thought Aww. I couldn't afford to yeah. eat real food but they had free bread they had like all this Aww. free bread so for like <laughs> like for like three weeks I mostly like a meal a day was just the free bread <sighs> and their butter and I got a terrible yeast I infection. was going yeah. to say, tell <laughs> me. Develop a gluten intolerance yeah. that way too. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was like, why do I feel so? And I was like, oh, oh you poor yeah. thing. I like ate myself into this like itchy, bloated sickness. Yeah. I did not know this could happen. I didn't oh, either. I, I did. Didn't I did the exact same thing when I first. <laughs> when you were working at Minx? Yeah. Well, when I was a hostess at Minx, <laughs> they let me park in the parking lot. Oh, that's why we never ran into each other. Yeah, we never saw each other. Um, no, I did the same thing. I would eat so many bread products because bread products are cheaper. Yeah. It's easy to buy a muffin for breakfast. It's, exactly. And I worked at a coffee shop too. So yeah. I did the same thing for the first like two years in LA. I was like, why am I always getting yeast infections? <laughs> I turned into Jerry Seinfeld. I know. What's the deal? What's the deal? With yeast infections. Yeah. <laughs> and my doctor was like, you eat too much bread. And I was like, oh, that's for sure true. <laughs> I cannot deny that. Um, okay, cool. So you 
you treated your body like you didn't deserve better. You had low right. standards. Yeah. yeah. You had yeah. low food standards. Right. But that shifted and you started to raise your standards. Now yeah. you roast things. What well, about like, do you make people take you to dinner? Yeah. Like that's high standards too. That's well, death high stands. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is a, a night. Let's, let's slide down the hill into my men's story. So yeah, exactly. Like, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. Because okay. I was always dating these guys who were like, like I dated the guys who would write me a poem and then be like, can, can I have a bite of your sandwich? Like that was the, that was the kind of dude. <laughs> we just look at each other. <laughs> and, and, you know, at the time, because I wasn't making any money because I was so like, uh, like grabbing whatever I could. I was like, it's fine. Like, who am I to judge? Like, who am I to judge where they're at in their life? And it's, sure. it's all about like the affection you have for some yeah. other person. But, you know, the, the guy that I was living with at the time of the Minx uh, fiasco. Host, hostess fiasco. <laughs> like, it, for, like, he was, you know, he, he, we were splitting the rent in his one-bedroom apartment. I moved into his one-bedroom apartment. Um, we were splitting the rent. He was, like, working as a producer, like a reality show producer, and I was working as a hostess, and we were splitting. Because I was like, well, you know, that's, that's hmm. fine. I'm an independent woman. That's fair. And, like, not thinking, like, nowadays I'd be like, hey, let's talk about our situations mm-hmm. and like we're in this together and maybe if I'm making a tenth of the money that you're making we should split it proportionally so, yeah but I didn't have that like ability yeah. at the time I was just like grateful that we were together yeah and we would like go out to dinner I remember this one time we went out to a sushi dinner and he was upset because he only had five thousand dollars in savings stop <laughs> only and I was like only okay okay cool cool uh everybody's you know on their own path and Whoa. we went out to the sushi dinner and I had I ordered like a couple rolls because I was like, oh, he asked me out to sushi. I was like, oh, he's taking me on a date. And at the end of the dinner, he was like, so we're splitting it, right? <gasps> and I'm like, oh, oh, if I'd known we were splitting it, I would have ordered one avocado roll and like called it a night. Like it was this. Oh, yeah. But I, but I was it's like, a, oh, yeah. And like, it's know. so humiliating. It is. Yeah. You're like, I don't. Okay. I don't want to speak up and say that I no, can't at this no. point. Right. Um, of well, course. Also, also like. It's tricky, right? Because mm-hmm. as as a woman, I think, at least speaking for myself, I really like being taken out to dinner. I love when a guy pays for dinner for me. And I very rarely ask, like, had anyone ask me, hey, can you um, split? But, like, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to split. I don't want to split a check with you. I'll pay for it sometimes when I offer. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want you to provide for me. It's old school, That's but I don't care. Learn though. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I had to learn it. I, I, it, I didn't. Well, for me, it's more that it's like the thought behind it, mm-hmm. right? It's like if you, I was uh, in that situation, he asked me out, so I assumed I, it course. was yeah. his treat, you know. And of course. he, because we were in this, you know, relationship together, it was like he had a different thought. But it's more the experience of being treated. Like it's yes. not really about like. Da, 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 and also, kind of to your point, um, I'm like, do you know how much it costs me to just show up as a woman at this date? Like, do you know how much my hair product real? costs? Do you know how much my makeup? Do you know these yeah. jeans that look so cute? Like the Pilates classes, so I look cute. In the yes. You know, all this all these hidden value. But like, you know, I split and I go back and forth. And, and I, I, I actually don't like the feeling of like owing somebody emotionally because they bought me a meal. So more often than not, I'll be like, can we split it? Or like, my sister has the same point mm-hmm. of view. And I'm like, I don't share that. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, I understand it. And I pre- I think it's really like a cool, I think it's like a cool point of view. 
I'm like, no, you buy, no, I buy me them. meals. I want them to, at least out of the gate at this point, and I didn't used to think this way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have been the first to say, oh, no, 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 I'm happy to split. And But I was lying to myself. <laughs> yeah. Or I didn't know. And and I do eventually. Like, at some point, I want yeah, to split. Yeah, me too. Because you're in it, and it's like, it becomes and, reciprocal. And even, yeah, and also, like, it's, it's not even just money, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to give back and to say, like, I'm a part of this. But, like, in the beginning? Yeah. Well, like, when me mean, over. I can, yeah. I can do, I usually like, like, um, so... First date, for sure, I expect them to. Second date, I might, like, make a little bit of a, like, a, a show of it. And I would if they called me on it. You know, I would, absolutely. Yeah. But, like, what I really would love is for them to be like, no, 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 let me get this. Um, you can buy breakfast tomorrow or something yes. like that. Yes, yes. I'm like, I love that. oh, there's breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, or and, like, usually at that point, I, you know, I just think that that's, yeah. I feel taken care of. Yeah. You know what else I think is maybe the thing reason why I'm like, I don't want to buy dinner is because I don't care about going to dinner. (laughs) So, so like, Mm -hmm. don't make me go to dinner if you're going to make me pay, you know, like I'd rather just be like, let's eat cereal at home. Like I, I, have Jay, no, I have no interest in being at a nice restaurant. Mm. Don't take me to a restaurant. I'm a fraud. Well, like I, I kind of also think that if a guy can't afford to take, like if he's wants to take you out and you can't afford to do a nice meal or something like that, that's fine. Take me to the Echo Park. Yes. And yes. Be creative. Be creative. Have totally. a picnic. Um, I'm happy to do that. Me too. Actually, more fun. I mm-hmm. like doing activities with people more than I like going to dinner with them. My favorite first date is mini golf. Oh, good. Because one. mini golf is like not a real thing. Like it's no. totally yeah. fake on every level. It's just an excuse to be <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like pretend to like hit this like dumb ball through a like spinning windmill. Yeah, in a so, kind of enchanting environment. Yeah, this <laughs> like like real friendly kind of like fake magic thing, and you get to like see who the person is and how they yeah, deal with like waiting great for children tip. and like yeah. you know uh, you know uh, making jokes about the thing and then like I always try to cheat because it's mini golf and who cares and yeah. you see how they like and feel about that it's yeah, fun that's You're a right. great first date mm-hmm. we love that to all our listeners <laughs> take someone to mini golf that's fun it's interactive yeah you can I'm, also go to the batting cages right after you yes know? oh god get see, some aggression out that's too sportsy for me yeah <laughs> but then like <laughs> no but way. then like you can be like ooh help me with ooh, my I don't form know I'm just a girl I take it back Girls are great at baseball. <laughs> I'm good at batting cages. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm in out. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> will. Okay. We'll sit you out. Um, my favorite first date is like going to three different places. Mm-hmm. Like if you can like we explore a little together. I think there's something cool about doing an activity. Eating together is really essential. Well, well but activities are dope. Mm-hmm. Like I like going out for ice cream and going out for drinks, but like going out for dinner on a on a first the- date, it feels like a job interview yeah. and it's like how are you? Where do you work? Da, da, da. Like yeah. how is the state? Da, da, da. You, you know, and that's it no. just kind of kills the spark for me and yeah, I don't agree. get well, a moving. chance to like, get into it. You also yeah. need to move. Like mm-hmm. I had like a piece I got a piece of advice like maybe 2 years ago. Um, because I don't drink. So for me, dating is just like, it's weird to sit at a restaurant. We're not drinking. We're not like getting, we're not really getting loose. So uh, I got a piece of advice to only do activities. Mm. And since I started doing that on dates, it feels like you're having a shared experience. It feels like you're doing something together. You can kind there's honestly a lot of room for like teamwork and seeing how someone works with you and how we all make decisions. Like Mm -hmm. I find it to be so much more exhilarating, especially if you take like a trip together or something like (laughs) too early. Like that's (laughs) fun for me. I I love that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) 
Um, you know, I think that the shared experience is really important because you're not really getting to know someone when you're like no. saying the pre-rehearsed, the thing that you always say, well, yes. I grew up in this place yeah, and that place. Exactly. But yeah. if you're walking around, I'm like, oh, dude, look at that guy. He's yeah. really funny looking. <laughs> yeah. Like the only movie <laughs> dates I like to go on um, are like to one of the fancy you know, L.A., Sinesphere, like those events oh, at like sure. the big theaters because it's like like a regular movie. You're like, oh, okay, okay, we'll get there at like 7.55. But like those, you like, you go into this you yes. know, old Art Deco building and everybody's kind of like dressed up in character and everybody there is a I'm fan of it usually. Yeah. And so there's this fun energy and you get to like talk about, you know, I love yeah. talking about other people when I'm on a date and like it makes you feel like you're, you have a secret, like you're yeah. part of a team, yeah. you know, this and that's great. Like sexy and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Great date ideas. Yeah, these are great first date ideas. And also date ideas that are like raising the bar a little bit, not just accepting like this like, oh, you want to go to dinner? I used to strong arm people and being like, they'd be like, want to go to dinner? I'd be like, no, go to coffee. Because like, because <laughs> I always was like, I'm better in the morning. I'm such a better like company in the morning. But like, just like know yourself and uh, raising standards and well, raise your standards mm-hmm. and demand what you want. So my uh, the, so around the time that I was eating the frozen vegetables uh, <laughs> of sadness, um, I was dating a guy. So I ended up dating a guy um, for four years who I started dating him because he was my friend's roommate, which was um, a low quality decision to start with, and then became um, and and then we started seeing each other because I was fresh off another breakup, and so our first real date became <laughs> became uh, like we were both we were out at oh, what was it one of one of the bars with dancing we're out at like a dancing night we were just kind of hanging out and. Then at the end of the night, he was like creeping around me and like we'd had tension. We'd like hung out as friends before and I knew he was into me. And I was like, so are you, do you you want to like keep hanging out? And he was like, yeah. I was like, you want to invite me back? He was like, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. God. So that was like the real first time we ever like got together. So contrast that with my current boyfriend who I started dating last year, who like took me to a fancy Synespia event, like right off the bat, like yeah. fancy dress right off the bat. And I was like, no, oh. he's like, do you want to like go? He, he approached me. He was like, do you want to go do this thing? Yeah. And I'm like, well, no matter how this goes, I want to see that movie and <laughs> I'd like to do that thing. So that's why I build in activities, because even if the whole, you know, even if the guy is a bust, at least you can enjoy the experience. Sure, yeah. Yes, you know? absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that. You're now dating someone with a who's treating you very differently than your first boyfriend Mm -hmm. so you've also raised your relationship standards standards. yeah how well (laughs) yeah that's the good question so around so i got out of a relationship last year that was um kind of that was like a, a about a year long and we broke up and um he had just gotten a new bed two weeks prior and his his bed before that was his cat had like peed in it three times his cat had like peed in it three times oh, and he like febrezed jerk. it. Uh-uh. And can't I just t- febreze that shit. No, you can't. And, I, and my friends were like, hey, can you can't just febreze it. You can't just febreze it. Like no, horrified. You I was can't. Like, well, you can't cover it. No, I was like, well, doesn't it really like smell too bad? And when Oof. we were throwing out his old bed, he, we lifted it up and he was like, he like recoiled because it had all soaked oh. through to the bottom and it smelled like pungent 
cat pee and that's just like um like ma- make that a metaphor just like you know pungent cat pee right so and i was thinking about it, like then we broke up and i was like really really sad um and his bed was a nightmare it, like sloped to a valley in the middle so for is that le- where all the people <laughs> uh yeah katie clearly good good observation absolutely where the people <laughs> so well well like and i'm i'm a really sensitive sleeper i have a bad back and i'm just like a a princessy kind of person when it comes to sleep like it's hard for me to fall asleep princess in the pee sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you apologized instantly don't don't yeah. don't don't <laughs> so good um <laughs> And yeah, and so like the entire time that we were dating, like I would get terrible sleep and it was just awful. And he would like roll over me. Like I fell out of the bed once, just like terrible. So then he got this bed and I was like, yeah, it's like, you know. He got a new bed for us. Two weeks later, uh, we broke up and I was thinking back at my previous relationships and that was a pattern. This is, this is, so I dated a guy for four years. Uh, We lived together. And he was like, I'm going to get us a bed. It was the only piece of furniture he had bought for the apartment. He was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get us a bed. You know, year three and 11 months. Got the bed before the bed was delivered. He broke up with me. And I was like, don't don't have the bed delivered here. And I was like, deliver it elsewhere. You know, very like, (laughs) deliver it elsewhere. Uh, So I lost the bed. Uh, Next guy I dated, um, same thing. Like, we dated for a couple of months. He and I was like, you know, not not sleeping well. Got a new bed. Broke up with me. I dated a guy who was homeless. He got me a mattress pad to make my bed better, and then broke up with me. What? A homeless? A homeless broke up with you? A homeless? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was a poet. It was a whole thing. Okay, so that's pretty romantic. Is he the one that ate half your sandwich? Is he the one that wrote your poems? (laughs) (laughs) He was a carpenter. He was a poet. I was a carpenter know. poet. I, do you see mm. why I overlooked the homeless for like a like I a do. month? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and then and then this last guy last year. And so I was thinking, I was like, how how do I keep? How does this keep happening? Like this is a crazy yeah. thing. Like this is a very crazy thing for me to like endure. And so I was like, is it something I'm doing? Am I like driving them to buy a bed and then? Then, the, then they like don't want to share it with like I was trying to uh, you know work it all out yeah and then I just realized like I just can't date anybody who has a shitty bed <laughs> just like yeah. off the bat like it doesn't matter like it's just you you can't have a shitty bed like period no being adult well, it says so much about this person and where they are in their exactly life. and it, I th- it's indicative of something much bigger it's, and it's how you value yourself yeah because, especially mm-hmm. sleep yes sleep is number one like literally people who are like I'm tired all the time or like I'm not feeling great yeah. I'm like go to sleep yeah. you need need like so much sleep and we don't give it to ourselves but also I think it's an interesting thing too that these guys date you for a long period of time or even sometimes shorter periods of time and then they decide to get a new bed it's almost as if the presence of you in their life has improved it yeah has improved it and they realize that oh they deserve better or maybe they um need better for themselves like you've shown them how to take care of themselves and then it sort of translates into something weirder like a breakup. Mm-hmm. But like, I think a lot of the time I always, I feel like every time I break up with someone, I get some sort of six months later, uh, thank you for being like, thanks for breaking up with me. I'm a better person now. Like for real. And you're just like, oh, you didn't see it because you don't think you deserve nice things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you deserve nice beds. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, that was, so I was like, I don't know what that is but I just I know like one thing I can do to not do that is just like <laughs> confirm that the bed is dope before committing to the dude um, so, so where do you do your shopping where do you get your furniture <laughs> so 
how new is your bed? <laughs> What's your take on mattresses? Yeah. You know, are you like a firm and soft? Yeah, what is, can I go back to your place and scope out your bed? <laughs> What's your sleep number? <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually pretty smart. Yeah, really and is. because it's really, it's it's just, because it, a bed is a place where only you experience it, right? Like other people see how you dress, other people see your car, sometimes people see how clean or not clean your apartment is or how your job is doing, yeah. but the bed is a place for you to take care of yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so and invite special people in. And invite special like, people in. Like it's not just a place you invite anyone, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it bed is actually a very sacred sort of special thing and should be take it should be treated as such. Mhm. 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 I wish you could get a new bed every time you break up with someone. Oh, I want a new great. bed. You should start that program. I get new sheets. I My friend just gave me new oh, sheets because of my breakup. She was like, here's some new sheets. And it really does revamp it. It like mm-hmm. makes you feel like it's a new thing. Yeah. I, I also like, got rid of a lot of them. Are those 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 <laughs> I'm revamping everything. Yeah. Are those those cute sheets you have on right now? Yeah. The, the anchors. The little anchors. Dre cute got sheets. those for me. Oh. Uh, shout out to Dre Vermeulen for getting me some new sheets because she understands that I want to get rid of everything and burn everything down after a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually such a nice gesture. Um, okay, so you've raised these standards. You now only date guys with dope beds, but right now you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. How is it going? Um, it's going really great. And, you know, the bed thing, it's so funny. Like, I, the first time that I slept over, like, we weren't sleeping together, but I slept over because it was like a party at his house. And I was like, um, you know, and I didn't even, this is funny because we weren't official and I didn't want to like plan a sleepover. Yeah. But I was like, I want to be open to a sleepover. <laughs> so I brought my like emergency, just like my contact mm-hmm. lens case. Yeah, That's smart. like the dirtiest I can roll, you know, like take the contacts out. You're good. Um, and, and then, so I was, you know, I go to his bed and I go to like crash and we're just going to like cuddle. And I was like, oh, is this? Temper Pete. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just got it last year. It's okay. I was like, oh, are your, are your pillows Temper Pete? <laughs> like it was so amazing. Like I didn't even at like it just ha- it just happened that it was nicer than I could have expected, and that's hmm. kind of how it's been. He raised the bar. Yeah, it's kind of how it's been going. Of like, hmm. oh, here's and it's kind of funny because the um, I, I you know I've gone through so many of these breakups and like had had these experiences where um I learned to expect so little from yeah. my partner mm. because they were uh, you know had some kind of uh, you know mental problem or just couldn't get their shit together or were you know yeah. constantly sad all the time you know like a, a variety of reasons or unavail- uh, unavailable in some way yeah. usually um and so I, by the, by the last one last year, I was just like, I'm, I'm going to be, I was like, I'm done with relationships, period. And I felt very unavailable and very like, uh, uh, not, it, it, prioritizing myself became super important yes. because I have a tendency to like lose myself in relationships yes. and to like bend to the other yeah. person's will, you know, and, and not even consciously just like, I like look up and I'm like, I'm only hanging out with your friends. You know what I mean? So that yeah. kind of thing. I so relate. Or me like too. I get for, you know, I was dating a stand-up comedian last year at, while working uh, me a, too. a day job, <laughs> while working a day job. Um, so I was getting four hours of sleep a night because I would, because uh, I would, he would get off of his like, uh, you know, his show at midnight, and then I would meet up with him. We would hang out from midnight to four a.m., and I would get up at eight a.m. to go to work. Can't so that. yeah, that's too much compromise. So it was, it, it was, it wasn't. He did not compromise. No, it's one in that at all. Yeah, yeah, like I was doing a lot of uh, bending to his thing. 
And so I actually wrote a uh, a breakup episode about that called Go to Work about a, a couple where the girl works in the daytime and the guy works at night. And so the, the breakup episode is they're always missing each other. Hmm. So the whole episode is just them saying hello and goodbye and hello and goodbye and hello and goodbye. Mm-hmm. And, and you That's sweet and sad. Yeah, yeah. And you see that you they they like each other. They love each other. That You want them to work out, but it's just not aligning yeah. because sometimes people just don't align. Um, and here's the ultimate irony. So I wrote that really about the relationship I was in at the time. Um, and I cast this actor who I knew from my other friend's web series because he had this like emotional availability mm-hmm. to make this his character really sympathetic. So that guy is now my boyfriend. Oh, of course. <laughs> so uh, it's it was my first reverse breakup. Yeah, where, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Where we, and like at the time, and I dated this other guy for months after that, and like nothing happened between us. We were just friends. It was great. Yeah. But it, but what it, it was so funny because I would watch this episode and cry thinking about my relationship because it hit home for yeah. me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is you know where I'm at right now, and so to have it kind of come. Full circle, circle um, and you know, have have this person who shared that moment with me be in my life in a real way is really weird and it's totally so crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Al- it's also really great too because because of the fact that you were in a relationship, you had to build a friendship with this person, mm-hmm. so you have a built-in kind of thing of trust, mm-hmm. and it's something that I think because we all jump into relationships right away that is missing in a lot of relationships. There is really no basis of friendship. And there's no like, Mm -hmm. how can you trust someone when you assume that someone's dating a thousand people? Or how can you trust someone when you just met them the other day? But like, you have a built in thing of trust. And maybe also in some ways, that's raising your standards and raising the bar. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, there, I was... I, I fall I fall in love with like the idea of people a lot yeah. or I like get really swept up by certain things and forgive a lot on the outside. So to have, um, you know, the, my boyfriend now, he already knew like my best friend and she thought he was a nice guy. Like that that's never... A, such a big deal. That's such a big deal. And that never happened with any of my other exes. Like the guy who was in a metal band <laughs> and his friends were like porn stars and like potheads. And I was like, oh, I can see how they're cool people. You know? <laughs> Be open-minded. Like, I'm open-minded. Like, yeah. I'm, I always try to not judge, but it's not the same as having the people you trust, like, Love that know and, and confirm that they're decent people. It also changes the quality of the relationship. If your friends like the person, it changes the relationship. You, It feels like there's trust from all sides mm-hmm. rather than just being like, I've been in a relationship where my best friend hates the person I'm dating. Ugh. It's tough yeah it's tough and there's constant resistance and it creates more resistance yeah. but like I think part of I think part of like raising your standards too is being like I want my friends to like this person and I want to date someone who my friends like and I want to date someone who exceeds my expectations and is more conscientious than I am and like almost makes you feel makes like you would be a better version of yourself yeah too. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just talking to um I was just talking to my therapist about kind of standards and saying that I don't want to ever be in a relationship again where the person's not working on Mm themselves. And she was like, I think that's a very good standard to have. I think that's a very good bottom line to Mm -hmm. have. And I've accepted less. I've like consistently accepted less where I'm like, they don't work on themselves, but I do. So I'll carry the weight of three people Mm -hmm. or four people because I'm carrying also your past. Well, you feel like if you do it, then they do it. 
you feel you lead like by example and it doesn't work example. like that. It does not work like that. No. Well, like, <laughs> no. Yeah. You can, I, even if you make yourself clear, like, I understand that as an adult, sometimes adults have to ask for things they need. Yeah. Like, hey, you're responding to things irrationally. I think maybe it'd be good for you to go to therapy. But you can only ask like seven or eight times before you're like, okay, this person won't give me what I need. And it's up to me to demand it well, and not settle. Well, you know, what's funny is, is, uh, after, so after all that, I was very, I was feeling very unavailable and I started dating this guy and this is the higher standards thing. Yeah. And we had a conversation where he was like, where he spoke to me a thing that I've said to guys that I've dated when yeah. he's like, listen, like you need to, um, open yourself up to me. You need to be about this. Wow. He's like, I'm totally about this. I need to know that you're in it as much as I'm in it. Uh, you need to call me sometimes and like all these things where, and it's, it was this weird echo hmm. chambery kind of feeling of like this cosmic irony where I finally got to this place, which is not a good place to be, but I got to this place of like being a cool girl Yeah, where I'm like, yeah. I don't care. It's fine. Like do whatever. I'm going to do whatever. You are protected it's enough. It's defense. It's, it was, I built up these defense mechanisms yeah. that would have made me a really great a uh, single gal in LA kind of yes. competitively dating. Yes. But that's not what I want for my life. So to have this person be like, say the, like be able to be emotionally, um, in, uh, you know, responsive and, and communicate, and that. communicate yeah. that in a clear way to me and not aggressively or make you feel defensive, but to, to but also making you feel safe Yeah, yeah. and yeah. saying like, it's okay for you to open up to me. Cause I'm in this. Right. And it's, and it's wild. Cause I like, I feel like for years for like eight years, I've been like patiently explaining to dudes why they should give a shit about my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, de- and like now I'm on the other side of it and I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. I'm like not this person that you've seen. Like I, this is what I want. You know, like yeah. it's kind of like ah, uh, you know. Now, so like it, it's funny. Now my challenge is to go back to who I was. Yeah, in a way. and to be and to honor that. What yeah. a what a gift to be met with that. Yeah. yeah, what a gift to be given that, especially when you've been given so little before. Yeah, and it's like who knows what'll happen, but to have, I think it's like good for my heart to force it to be open because I don't want to be like a jaded, bitter no, no. person. Also, also, I have like this theory, and it's maybe wrong for some people, but I think for a lot of people, it's really right. Is that like we spend so much time accepting things that we. We don't know if we can deserve better. We accept something that's most of what we want, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. And we get so used to that, that we play it cool. We play a lot of things cool. We're like, eh, it's, it's fine. We're, I'm in an okay relationship or I love him, but it, who knows where it'll go or we yeah. play it cool. And I think the truth is, at least my truth is, is like, I want something real. Like I want to date someone for the rest of my life. I want to get married. I want to have romance. Mm-hmm. I want to like love someone. I don't. I don't want a little bit. I want all of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like the second you can become honest with that is the second you can kind of find it. Yeah. Because we lie to ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's because we're given so little and because sometimes we make ourselves clear and we don't get what we need. And so you learn to, and you know, there's a lot of times where we've been like, oh, am I too needy? Like, do I need oh, too yeah. much? <laughs> I remember when I broke up with my, uh, when my boyfriend of four years and I broke up a couple years ago, I was calling my parents like crying. Um, and I was like, are we, uh, you know, he says that we, we need to, you know, before we broke up, we took a break and we were living together. So it was a whole thing. And I was like, he says like, we should work on each other and like help each other be better people. And like, he, he'll make me better and I'll make him better. And my dad goes, Megan, 
you don't need to be better. Mm. You're amazing how you are. Yeah. And I was like, like that blew my mind yeah because i was like oh like that kind of radical loving acceptance i was like that's what i should be dating you know yes my dad but like so but you know but that's the thing yes and it's also like as time goes on and i get busier and my friends get more scattered it's it's like are you as cool to me as my friends like i'm not friends yes. with many of my yes. exes that's what we were, we just, were talking just talking about talking about it i'm not friends with my exes too because, because they, they were, were never my friends. friends thank you yeah they were shitty friends i was like oh like we had good sex but did you call like my friends like i'll call yeah. them when i'm sad and cry and they'll, and they'll listen to me and not take it personally and, and they'll show up for and you they'll show up for me yes I, we were literally just talking about this i was like <laughs> i was like I'm not friends with my exes because they were shitty friends. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of the time, it never felt like they were on my team. And also because I didn't trust them because they intentionally did stuff to make me not trust them. So therefore, you're not my friend. Mm-hmm. However, Katie and I were just talking and we were like, I'm going to hold my friends and my boyfriend to the same standard. Yep. The standard of showing up for me, of attuning to me, of us both. It's reciprocal yes. and it's kind in nature and they're good hearted. And like we literally just had this conversation because... People ask a lot, like, why aren't you friends with your exes? I'm like, because they weren't good friends to me to begin with. Yeah. They were shitty to me in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And and I don't see the point in keeping someone who you don't trust in your life. Now, that's not always true. Like, I've no, got... No, for sure. You know, I've, I, I'm close with a couple of my exxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they were also pretty good friends to you to begin with and and you know with. that's what's that's what's interesting about that was a big project for me for this web series about breakups was that it's not like guys are guys are terrible and you, you know men are men suck it was like some being with another person is hard it's hard yes and sometimes you know the circumstances don't work out or you're at different places on your life does yeah. it make you a bad person no it doesn't make you a bad it doesn't person. mean anything like sometimes. sometimes they're bad people and that's sometimes <laughs> that's yeah or sometimes their behaviors are just indicative of like they need work yeah or sometimes i'm i'm a crazy person or you don't have to change and the ways that you're crazy just aren't compatible yeah like i mean like you maybe yes always work on yourself but no we don't have to change ourselves. yeah you know like i'm the way i am now is going to be perfect with the weirdness of someone someone else and that's going to be great and we should always try to be better versions of ourselves and listen to our partners if they have problems and stuff but also if the thing that they have a problem with isn't a thing that's a problem to you then but also that's about boundaries that's about knowing that's about boundaries boundaries Mm -hmm. and being like here's something i can't like because boundary is equally on both people so if you're like here's something i'd like you to change and the person goes i can't change that that's a boundary but you need to be able to say that Mm -hmm. also i think to some degree too it's like uh, sometimes certain people bring out the worst in you. And that's yes. just the way it is in certain relationships. They trigger you. Yes, sometimes mm-hmm. they provoke the absolute worst mm-hmm. pieces of you. Like mm-hmm. I've been with people before where I don't trust them and that's not who I am. That's mm-hmm. why, and it drives me crazy because I'm like, I'm not this. I've trusted boyfriends before. Mm-hmm. I know what this feels like, but they bring out the worst part of my lack of trust. And then I've been with people who bring out the best parts of me mm-hmm. and who I'm like, oh, I'm excelling with you. Mm-hmm. I am like my best self with you. And I think it's important to know that like you deserve the person who brings out your best self and you don't ever have to be with the person who makes you feel like your worst self or even a mediocre version of yourself or a dulled version of yourself or a you know I was in a relationship where I felt con like I was constantly being gaslit where Ugh. so you know like he he would get very angry and like shout in the other room and I'd be like 
um, it, it makes me upset when you shout in the other room because your feelings affect me. Like, had to explain, your yeah. feelings affect me. And he'd be like, why, why can't you, why can't you be open to, why can't you just let me be who I am? You're so, you're so demanding. And I'm like, and then, so I would end up apologizing yeah. for this. Yeah. And it, it made me feel crazy. Like, it made me feel crazy. But I do think that, you know, being compatible in certain ways, it's, I was telling this to my uh, good friend the other night. Um, she just went through a breakup. And so I was, you know, giving her the like, you deserve this. I was like, I have a great thing. And like, now that I'm in this relationship that I feel really strongly is so positive, I'm like evangelizing to all my friends who've been yeah. in like mediocre relationships or just kind <laughs> of like letting a lot of shit slide that I know bothers yeah. them. And I'm like, it's, you don't have to have that. Like, yeah. this, they're, they're, you don't have to have that. It can be so scary to give it up. It when can. And I've been in that know. situation too. I'm like, well, this is, I think this is all I get. Yep. You know, like this is is expecting anything else is crazy like you know and and so I was telling her I was like you want someone you know I was like you're easy to love like you're beautiful you're talented you're funny that's fine you're successful that's great but you want somebody who loves like the squishy parts of you mm-hmm. the fact that you like cry at at kit, kitten videos too much you know like yeah. it because you'll find a person who likes the parts of you that you think are unlovable yeah, because yeah. they're like your pieces just fit or the, you know, like the guy I'm dating right now, he has certain issues. And I'm like, oh, those are great. Those make me feel like I can help you out. You know, yeah, sure. <laughs> like they don't feel threatening or they don't feel uh, overwhelming no, or like it's my problem. problem. They feel doable. Yeah. yeah. Or it's human, you I, know, yeah. like and I love that human because I really think once you love somebody, you have to love all the parts of them. Yeah. And so even though I've broken up with all these guys and they're not my friends, that the part of me still like loves them because I loved them and I'm not going to like unlove them. Like, I don't know how to like, like it'll fade in the distance, you know, like the pages will turn, but it's, you know, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. Yeah. So I, I just like wait for the indifference, like for time to cause that. But it gives yeah. me peace to know, like, I love this person and this person was in my life and this person was a big part of my life. And, you know, once you love that they're uh, late all the time and like kind of sad, it's like, that's like real, you know, yeah. that's like yeah. the real thing. So looking for somebody who's damaged or, or like issues aren't insurmountable and, and are compatible with, what you can offer, I think, is a cool oh, thing. Yeah. I love that. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> now's the time in our podcast where we do five questions. Ooh. And you can just like answer them fast or do whatever you want with them. Okay. But they're fun to answer. Okay, great. You ready? ready? Number one, what's your favorite food? Oh, gosh. Um, favorite food. Oh, geez. <laughs> I would say, okay, I'm going to narrow it down something. Salt. Okay. <laughs> really good Italian pasta with mm-hmm. cheese. Mm. Oh, good answer. Like if I had to gain weight for a roll. <laughs> <laughs> she did like the I, air quotes, guys. <laughs> I gave air quotes. Um, yeah, so I never eat it because it just like sticks to my body like glue. But yeah, oh, it's gluten. so good. That's so great. Mm. I love that answer. Number two, do you believe in soulmates? <gasps> yes, but... Here's why. Um, I was reading a thing. So uh, I like, for a while, I was into this like crunchy, hippie, whatever. I, I couldn't afford therapy. So I was reading all these <laughs> blogs. And I read this article that was really interesting to me. And it said a soulmate isn't a lifetime partner. No. Yeah. 
a soulmate, you can have multiple, this author was like, you can have multiple soul, soulmates throughout your lifetime because a soulmate is just somebody that your soul calls to you to teach you a lesson um, about growth in your life. This is Elizabeth Gilbert? I don't, I don't know. No it idea. sounds like something. <laughs> but yeah, it does sound like that. <laughs> it was in my blog thing, but that really that comforted me because like I was in this intense relationship and I thought we were soulmates and we were like we were drawn to each other. We were magnetically drawn to each other and I was like this is what love is if this isn't love I don't know what it is. You know, that I'll never have this again, but it it brought me great comfort to say like hey, like that strong attraction wasn't because I was you know, I, I mean, uh, wasn't because I was damaged or looking for the wrong yeah. thing, but it was just that's that was the person who taught me the lesson that I needed I agree to learn. I do too. I love this I explanation of mm-hmm. it because I normally describe it as like, oh, I do believe in soulmates that that, but it's like I mean, you might have many in a life, but I do like the idea of like that they're you're drawn to them because that is like what feels like mm-hmm. soulmatey about something, yes. including with friends. Like exactly. you're just drawn. Yeah. To, you're like I need to be your this friend. One, this one. This one. This one. Yeah. I like <laughs> it's almost like you didn't pick them, but you right. had to pick them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the idea that they can have taught you something and that's and that's enough. And it's like the lesson can be like, you shouldn't accept this standard of yeah. Um, treatment. Yeah. And, and the lesson can be, I've asked you a thousand times for something and you can't give it to me and that's okay because we're just not meant to be together then. Or like learning that you can't change somebody, <laughs> you know, like all those things. Yeah. And, and I love that because it's, it's you're, you're drawn to them, you're attracted to them. And then they can, once you've learned that lesson, maybe they'll be your life partner, but maybe they'll move on. And that yeah. doesn't mean the relationship is any less valid. It doesn't devalue it. I agree. Exactly. Because exactly. there's, you know, there's all this thing like, I've wasted all this time. Yeah. It's a, a weird point of view. You think, I, what, well, I know people who've thought that like, oh, like I spent the best years of my life with this, you know, and it's, and it's not no. that. It's like you were, you get to keep that experience. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want everybody who ever goes through a breakup to know and, and to not beat themselves up about that. Like people tend to blame themselves after the breakup. What, why totally. did I do wrong? Why did I stay? Why didn't I see it? Um, you know, like I'm an idiot. No, you fell in love and you had a lesson good to thing learn. You had a lesson to learn mm-hmm. and most things end and you know, that doesn't take away from any no. of it and it doesn't diminish the love or the feelings yeah. that you and felt also, for the person. You didn't waste time. There's no such thing as like wasting yeah. yes. time and, I'm grateful for every single relationship I've had because it is going to make my next one incredible. Yeah. Like lucky guy who gets to date me <laughs> next because I will be ready for them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I will be prepared and I've learned such incredible things from sometimes not getting what I want, but sometimes also not asking for what I want. I've learned yes. so much that I'm like, these are all, I do believe that most of my partners were soulmates in a lot of ways, but I also am like ready, cool for the next one. Well, uh, pretty much every guy I've dated, I've told him, you're the best guy I've ever dated. <laughs> yeah. They should be. Because well, it's always true. true. Yeah. Because it's true. And it, and that gives me a lot right. of hope. Yeah. Move that I'm like, all right, well, yeah. I'll make a new, like, I can't see the, mis- at least I'm not making the same mistake yeah. again. I also, <laughs> I also think goes the, the same goes for like, you know, when people are like, I've never loved someone the way I loved you. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like chemically made up of different things than the last person <laughs> you loved. I'm completely unique. <laughs> in seven years, my skin will all be new so well, like yeah you've never loved me i know uh, odds are you're completely brand new too yeah <laughs> yourself odds are too. no this match has never been made before <laughs> um number three what's your favorite thing to cook or bake for someone i hope it's mixed vegetables <laughs> chicken in a pan oh god um uh, uh chicken in a pan what's my favorite thing to cook or make for somebody um uh 
I see. I'm I'm not as you could tell. I'm not that great of a cook. Oh, duh. Breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast. A hundred percent. Eggs, bacon, sliced avocado, sliced tomato. Stevie little, wants to come over. A t- yeah, uh, some feed me. toast because I make a mean fried egg because it's just and it's all it's so like it's so easy and it's so romantic and it's so intimate and yeah yeah breakfast for sure. Katie, takeaway number four. Number four. What's your favorite drink? Yeah, good ask. Um, <laughs> what's my favorite drink? Manhattan's. Ooh, what's a Manhattan? Um, I don't know what it is either. Manhattan is. Mm. bourbon or rye uh with bitters and some some other kind of liqueur and a cherry in it this is a sexy drink for a gal to drink it's it's a it's a real serious drink it's a hundred percent because i get violently hungover i have a terrible time with sugar uh beer makes me super bloated wine gives me a headache so hard pretty much hard it's like hard liquor i'm the same thing i but i only drink a vodka soda for the same reason i drank too much vodka in college and i cannot go there again i have a sense memory thing where i just kind of like automatically gag but it's hard it's hard to be like Mm -hmm. your only cocktail is like a real cocktail but but it's good because then then i I know i have like two and i'm done you would never order five manhattan right no no no, no, no. (laughs) something bad will have happened that night (laughs) (laughs) you're a tiny thing that'd be too many yeah yeah Yeah. well it's good because i like to be able to taste my liquor so i know that i'm drinking a drink you know so i'm like yeah that was a drink that's how you should drink like i feel like yeah Mm -hmm. it's also slow and you're tasting it and you're enjoying yes. it it's like silly to me when people are like pounding beers because you're like what are you doing so just drunk. do cocaine <laughs> <laughs> um you can tell i don't do drugs i'm like do cocaine i don't think that's like a phrase just go shove your head like slam your head against a brick wall for a while just go eat heroin <laughs> um do cocaine. <laughs> do cocaine number five uh what's one piece of advice that relates to food and relationships that you'd like to give our listeners one piece of advice there is um you know, you can only be where you're at. You can't beat yourself up for if you're in a frozen vegetables <laughs> patty phase of your life. Maybe that's all you can do right now. If you're dating the guy who is, you know, who can only give you half a sandwich, but he writes you poems like maybe that's what you can do right now. Like I, you know, if you when I've gone through a breakup, um, I've. I've often thought like if it if this were a different era then I would be set like when I go through breakups I like mourn and I like like you know if it was uh like a novel I would walk the cliffs (laughs) barefoot like for like six months and they'd be like Megan is in mourning you know but in our modern age we're like oh we got to get over it we got to like tweet positively about like our lives now and it's just like like I I can't get over things that quickly like I'm a slow moving emotional person and so when bad things happen, I just have to be where I'm at. Be gentle. And be gentle with yourself. Yeah. So if you're, you know, no, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody who's less than satisfying and you can't get out right now because you don't have the guts, like you'll get out eventually. Don't beat yourself up. Like you, you, you can only be where you're at. You can't s- skip steps in your life. Like I've dated some guys who like right off the bat, I was like... <sighs> This is not going to be a forever thing, I don't think, but I got to try it. Yeah. Homeless yeah. carpenter poet guy. And I did get some good things out of it. So I... I you have to learn your lessons. Yeah. You have to experience it. Like yeah, on your own mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And it's like if your friend is dating like a shitty guy, you can't be like, don't date that shitty guy because they, that doesn't matter. No. That doesn't matter to them. It's not it going to... Yeah. They have to go through it. So just, you know, be... Be where you're at and hope for better. And mm-hmm. one day it will be. 
I love that. I think I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you very much like outside of this. I think it has been such a a pleasure getting to know you. And I think you are such a lovable human. For sure. Like I'm like, oh, I think I love you. (laughs) I might be in love with you. You might might be new soulmates. Are you my new soulmate? Uh, We have the same water bottle. So if that's any kind of hint, it says something big. We have the exact same color of this water bottle. Mm -hmm. And it's like. They come in 50 colors. It's a cute bottle. It's a cute color. And we I know. picked this intentionally. Me too. I was very, I was very directional we should about go, it. We should go on a hike with them. Carry our little water bottles. Uh, wearing our matching uh, Madewell green yeah, yeah, army yeah. jackets. <laughs> yeah. And just gross everybody out. Everyone's like, this girl's our <laughs> best friend. Stevie uh, and I wore a matching outfit to a pirate party on Saturday. We did. So <laughs> I don't know what's more gross. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, on purpose or were you yeah, just Yeah, no, we aligned? did it on purpose. No, oh, it was on okay. purpose. We I've shown up purpose. to parties with my really good friend. Yeah. yeah. You, we were wearing, wearing your outfit. <laughs> She's wearing striped shirt and black, black striped shirt, yeah. My, uh, my really good friend and I would, would I'd be like, come over and have drinks and then we'll go to this party and she'll show up and we'll look at each other and be like, ah, oh, you're wearing my outfit. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing a striped shirt and hot pants and tights. God damn it. Yeah. Who should change? It's fine. No one. <laughs> no one. It's a dope outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care now. Like, you know, when you get past that point, like you used to care when people show up at the same with the same outfit. And now I'm like, more, yeah, more the merrier. We should all be wearing the same things. <laughs> yeah. Let's like get the uniforms. Off. Yeah, uh-huh. let's get uniforms and talk about like, let's actually talk. Who cares mm-hmm. about our outfits? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll send all our listeners to your Twitter and all your stuff. Um, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for being here with us. Oh, thank yeah. you so much for having me. This uh, this is my favorite thing to do. It's oh, talking good. about <laughs> relationships and food with women. Oh, so. man. <laughs> so perfect that we had Katie as a co-host. And thank you, Katie, for being a co-host. My pleasure. Um. Now, Megan, we'd like you to break up with us. Um, this has been really, really great. Mm-hmm. And I've had an awesome time, but I have to move on. So thank you. And, you know, I hope I hope you find what you're looking for. Well, um, that's fine. But I did just order a new bed. So, <laughs> damn it! Ah. So, see you later. It's about it's about right. <laughs> All right, bye, bye. Network.